Welcome to the cave lab. Oh no, I'm just kidding. That's this is uh that's not what is this you're asking? So this is the this is the the pre interview introduction. Um that's a thing that, that real podcasts do. Um and this is a real podcast, so I'm gonna try it and see if it does anything for the overall cave lab experience. Um it's usually the time that the host, I'm the host, I'm Josh Hill, that you can sort of reflect and whine and and talk about what you've learned and and then give out questions for if people want to li- give me questions, I can answer them or things like that. Um, so that's what intro time is, and I'm going to try it. Um, so far, this is episode five. I've done five. <laughs> this is the fifth episode with Helioscope. Um, I was, I knew, uh, Katie from Helioscope. I went to middle school with her, and so it was a few weeks back that we hung out, and they played some music, um, and yeah, I've just, I've had really good guests so far, so it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm reaching out to some people that I don't know very well, so I'm excited to have that, because so far it's kind of just been my friends. So I think the experience of not really knowing the person will hopefully give some good, um, get some good, uh, some good insight into the songwriting thing. And anyway, I don't even know if this whole thing is interesting or uh, anything, but I'm having fun and I really have learned a lot uh, just from talking to people and just about the whole production side of things. So. I hope that this Cave Lab thing is interesting for people. Um, I really appreciate anybody listening. Um, It's been a really great learning experience for me in so many facets. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I hope you enjoy listening to Helioscope. Here's Cave Lab. (laughs) Episode 5. Cave Lab. Cave Lab. Cave Lab. Cave Lab. Okay, that that's intro music, and I'm I'm met with smirks of joy uh, from Helioscope. Um, so, hello, Helioscope. Hi. How, there's Hi. three of you here. Uh-huh. Let me describe. Will you describe yourselves? <laughs> since this is a this is an audio format. Sure. All right. First member of Helioscope. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm a percussionist of the Helioscope. I'm originally from Japan, and um, what's your name? Yuko. Hi, Yuko. Yeah, and um, I lived in uh, New York for seven years, and at the time I met those girls, and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I just moved to Portland, Oregon, and we're pretty much like separate, but. Something you're like then? lost, lost. <laughs> you've yeah. you've you've wandered far from each other, but now you're here together. Yeah, wonderful, it's fun. Yeah. All right, Helioscope member number far two. Far in, in distance and miles, in never mi- far in, in in hearts. I understand. Yes. I'm Lydia. Hello, Lydia. I play Cassio for Helioscope and sing harmonies with Katie. Um, I'm from New York, from Queens, yep. and now I still live in New York. I live in Brooklyn. Um, I met Katie. She was my three doors down neighbor. Oh, I didn't mean to say three doors down. Like <laughs> three doors. Band, but she, is that a big influence was, on Helioscope? She was actually three doors down. <laughs> for me, 
<laughs> but we lived um, on the same hall in Brooklyn, and yeah, she came up to me and wanted to start playing music, and haven't stopped since. That was about four years ago. All right, that wonderful. Thank you, Lydia. Yeah. Well, I think we're in the same. We were in the same place at the same time, and music was happening. What and you said? You wrote some lyrics, yeah. and you wanted me yeah. to play. Yeah. What? Hi, I'm Katie. Helioscope member number three. That's me. Yeah. Um, I sing and help write songs for um, Helioscope. I'm from Flagstaff, and you're from Flagstaff. I'm from Flagstaff, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so you guys have been apart for a while before, yes? Or for, what, like, for a couple, a year-ish? Well, yeah, we no, were apart for the first year. time was about eight months. Okay. And the second time has been about eight months as well. And so you released a, an album, like... January of um, last uh, January of 2014. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we're like a satellite band. This is, I guess, the last time we played was November. Yeah, right before of last. That's a thing that people do though. Satellite banding. Yeah. People write entire it, albums. Totally like yeah. Saint Vincent and David Byrne wrote an entire uh-huh. album. Satellite. Yeah. It definitely works. It I mean, works now. Nowadays, yeah. I feel like we write in a very similar way to when we lived in the same city. So it doesn't okay. feel that much different, actually. So have you been uh, communicating musical ideas before? For sure. Now? Oh yeah. I mean. Yeah, we're super texty. Yeah, well, Katie and I are really good with our phones, and um, Yuko's very good with improvisation and, like, experimenting musically, so sure. Katie will can, like, send me lyrics over text, and I can send her, like, music ideas or, like, melodies or accompaniments mm-hmm. also over text, and then Yuko just comes in and puts the magic touch on everything. Sometimes we're all sitting down, and we all start at the same point, but it's mostly what Lydia pretty much described. So so does, a, does, so does a song begin with uh, with lyrics, or does it begin with uh, a, a Cassio? I usually lyric? have, yeah, like, a melody and lyrics that I'll record without chords, if that makes sense. It and does make sense, yeah. And then Lydia takes it from to, there. Today, though, it's interesting, because we'll play a song where I just, like, hummed a melody, yeah. and I didn't have any lyrics in mind. I just had the melody in mind, and Katie, like, sent me lyrics that just fit perfectly with sure. that melody. So... And then we it's combine cool that with another one. Yeah, so it's a lot of like mixing and matching of different like musical ideas or lyrical ideas and just kind of seeing what fits, basically. So what are your uh, musical backgrounds? I heard some chopping earlier oh. from you, I believe. <laughs> um, just if you would briefly describe your, uh, your musical backgrounds a little bit and just what, what you like to do now. I started to play music when I was in high school, like just playing guitar that when yeah the time I, I just play how to play guitar and after that like in the college I started I was playing the cover band a lot mm-hmm. like my favorite band Kuri like covered a lot and then then after that and like I can't keep doing the cover band and like what I'm pretty good at was like improvise noise stuff and yeah, I don't know just like I really like the band it's called Kururi it, a Japanese rock band and they just like do like different kind of bunch of like experimental things and okay. they rock band but then like I kind of pretty much inspired from them like ah oh, like I can do anything like this 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 and then like 
after that I realized that kind of noise experimental scene okay. exists like cool. I'm pretty much don't know anything <laughs> that's, that's all good that's all good this is fun because I don't, fun, yeah. I, don't I, we haven't had this conversation before I don't know that's, these stories that, that's, that's, I guess that's why you're that's here. why you're here I don't know alright <laughs> next um, well I started studying classical piano when I was five yeah um my dad went to Juilliard. He's Serbian and was a very intense musician. And what did what did he play? He played. He still plays the clarinet. Okay. He's great. amazing. Yeah. So he um, was really helpful in yeah. teaching me and um, helping me practice. And um, the goal of classical training, you know, is just to learn a classical repertoire exactly the way it's written on the page. And so te- technical ability was number one priority growing mm-hmm. up as a kid. So. I'm jealous of Yuko's background because I always respect musicians that come more from like a natural sort of feeling for music. Sure. But for me, it was much more like technical and reading the music, and which I also appreciate because I love classical repertoire, but it was yeah. just a different background. So I went to NYU for music business um, because I didn't want to pursue classical performance and I didn't really see... Or, like, it didn't even dawn on me that I could play music in another way besides classical music. And I just knew I didn't want to be in a practice room for, like, 10 hours a day doing that whole thing. So I studied music business. And, uh, I don't know, I guess just met people that were playing music, like, rock or folk or pop or experimental stuff. And I kind of realized that there's this whole world of music that I can do that isn't classical. So started playing in bands and just with friends and then yeah I met these guys and it worked out so uh yeah I guess that's that's pretty much it technical classical training into more experimental folk and you're teaching rock (laughs) you do lessons I do do teach piano lessons cool so well I think it's always interesting in classical um because you I feel like there's like and I feel like this is in any when you're learning anything there's like there's like a technical thing that you have to get mm-hmm. but then like after that there's like this creative process definitely but it happens within the very for sure it happens within very um like you know like you have to play trills right a certain way if you're playing baroque music exactly you have to start on the note above and all that exactly all that. and it really I mean the way I, I've kind of come to look at classical training now is it just gives you a bigger toolbox of tricks that you can use you just don't really have limitations like technically but that also like gives you kind of a new set of limitations maybe like creatively or experimentally which took a lot of years and effort for me to break out of like understanding improvising and Yuko really helps me with that I think because she's so free and when she and I do like duo performances together it's just totally improvisational Mm -hmm. no plan and it ends up having a lot of really cool moments all right last musical uh person person and or and lyricist yeah um so um, my, I mean, my background is really more theatrical than musical. I did choir since I was six, so I was singing um, with uh, with choirs from when I was little um, and kept doing it for a long time. And then I think in high school, I think I did a sh- choir show and I did a solo and someone was like, oh, you should play in our like, reggae punk band or something. And I was... 
super intimidated, but, and I was so intimidated that I wrote a song that I could pretend I improvised so that I would have something to sing when we did our like first jam to see how it went. And then I realized I could kind of write, you know, songs to a point. So, um, I did that, but it was always sort of, um, frustrating because I don't play any instrument. I mean, I mean, I couldn't really ever say that I do. Uh, so I would have a, you know, a song or part of a song and where to take that was, uh, frustrating. And a lot of people were like, why don't you just learn guitar? Like, you know, but I didn't feel, and I should, of course, I should absolutely learn guitar and, and I should get my act together and do that. But I don't know. I, I knew that it would take me so much longer to do like what these people can do, you know, like I could play what Lydia's playing, but it would take me forever. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't know, they have like this instant talent and they understand what I'm doing and they make it better. And yeah. Sure. Anyway, so in terms of background, mostly choir, singing, theater cool. stuff. Katie also has a lot of like writing background. So yeah just like writing short stories or whatever so that's really helpful for our music and lyrics right. and it's very lyrically based in story songs right so well speaking of story songs let's hear a song <laughs> <laughs> what's the first song you're going to play uh we'll do empty element of your plea what have i become Come again, you said I wept And my hands are all red Scrapes on both of my knees Too long in the sun You know I'm just a wreck And my face is all red Pepper green in the middle I feel empty. Do I? Do I feel empty? Like I. Feel 
All right. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What are you uh, drinking? Uh, coffee. This oh. is my... This is my. Um, Thanks for offering us coffee. You want coffee? I can make you coffee. No, I'm good. Thank no, you. this is my accountability chipmunk. Uh, it's a chipmunk so cute. Where, with a cowboy hat. Oh, my god. And what does so, it remind you? A chipmunk with a cowboy hat. So huh. when I drink my coffee in the morning, it's like... To see it's supposedly it's like are you making good decisions today oh you talk to the chipmunk no the chipmunk it's my accountability chipmunk it's there to like make sure that i'm like like checking yourself just like, he's, he's accountable for my actions wow you know, you know since you know there's a lot you know trying to keep trying to keep myself organized nice i like that sounds helpful it's it's helpful so uh so hmm. where i think things were going last before you played the song mm-hmm. is i sort of felt like when you guys were describing yourselves, and I do the same thing, um, there was like this, not not necessarily, but underneath it all, I was like, so there's this thing that I was very uncomfortable with, and then like, and then it's like overcoming that thing you're very uh, comfortable with. So Katie, you were talking about how, you were talking about how you're like, I don't play an instrument and that makes me feel uncomfortable, right? Well, uh... No, no, no and that's sort of, right? Stunted, right. maybe. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. And then and then you're like, and I was playing classical music, and that totally. made me feel stunted. And totally. Yuko's just like, I just do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I sort of felt like... So, being like a hoity-toity fellow myself, I what I sort of think is that you don't need to worry about it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that eventually we're all making the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and you just kind of realize, I guess what Katie was kind of saying earlier about she, like, could write songs, but, you know, to play a guitar or a piano or something right. the way that she would want to, like the way other people around her did, it would take a really long time of practicing. Sure. But if other people around you can already do it, might as well just use them, you know? Right, and right. I like people. I like to... Interact with sure, people. yeah, and it's just it's kind of fun. I mean, it's fun to have things that other people have strengths in, and you don't necessarily, because then you yeah. come together and complement each other. You know, yeah. like Yuko brings so much just like free spirit that really help like Katie and I with maybe our more like specific trainings sure. sort of be free from. You know, so it's right. nice to have people. That but what were you saying? Musically. I feel like you were coming to building a, up to, to a something. grand point yeah. i do that i sort of it takes years for me to build up to a grand point no well, now's the time <laughs> so i was thinking so I had, I had a concert like two weeks ago where i was playing with uh some carnatic musicians and i feel like they have this level they don't like they don't really write down their music but they have this like level of communication understanding that's like beyond mm. what i understand because they improvise in a way totally where they'll he'll be like hey i'm playing this like septuplet pattern and then the tabla player is just like oh i got mm-hmm. you buddy and so i i think that like there's a there's a problem with especially a lot of that when people are are looking at music they're like oh like there's like learned music and then there's like folk music or there's mm-hmm. like there's like not sophisticated music right but just because you've like spent time like it's just all it is is spending time on your craft and it doesn't matter mm. whether you are hmm. able to read like like Bach or not I mean if you want to do that then, then that's the way that you approach music is like mm-hmm. through that sort of study yeah definitely there's definitely like a sort of like dichotomy of those two groups I think but 
it's interesting because where we sort of originated from, like in Brooklyn, it feels like there, yeah, there's like this sort of even playing field. It kind of mm-hmm. seems where like a Definitely. lot, a lot of people come from like what you're talking about, like the maybe folk background where they just spent a bunch of time in their bedroom teaching themselves a guitar, and then a bunch of people that paid a lot of money to go to some really nice schools and learn maybe jazz performance or classical sure. performance or something but there everyone just kind of comes together and is all playing with each other and all just really excited to be playing music that that those kind of differences sort of kind fade. of yeah it kind of faded i mean i think that's kind of what like brought us all together it's just like a bunch of people playing music together no matter and you're kind of expected to play music i feel like there it's like everyone has a band i don't know i felt i felt like i don't know it was it was okay to just do i don't know it was also not where i was from so i felt better about i made a you know a a a pact of my head with my accountability chipmunk that flies (laughs) around in there (laughs) that if people were going to ask me to sing i would sing immediately a song whereas before people might and i would be weird about it i don't know anyways so you felt because you were in a different place you were able to like oh yeah get past the yeah. insecurities related with with singing for people sure or something. uh-huh yeah. yeah i want to get things done i want to yeah yes very much so i'm still like that um like when i i learned that a cafe was opening and it was a new well they were going under new ownership and i said do you guys need a band will play. I didn't have a band. I, we didn't, have, I asked people to play and that's like our first show. So, well, yeah, well, because people are going to, if I say, Oh, I have some songs I want to work on. You guys want to come over? It's like, yeah, maybe they will be two weeks late, but if there's a show on Saturday, people are going to be there. It's going to happen. <laughs> so you sort of like set yourself up for s- stuff. That's a good way to get things done is to have like a deadline like that. I, yeah, I wanted to have a deadline. Helpful. It's definitely helpful for, like, Yuko and I, who are way more passive, like, with sure. that kind of stuff, like, with booking or something, Right. I think. So having someone proactive in the band is helpful. Well, yeah, you definitely, like, in order for a group of people to work, you have to have a leadership structure that, totally. that like, helps things. You just, yeah. it's like any, because you're in like a three-way relationship, sort of, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and without without a strong leadership structure of like who's taking care of this and yeah. this and this, right. without your without those those roles defined, it's like impossible to um, make anything happen. But so like, yeah. you uh, in, grew up in New York. Yeah, I did. Yes. 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 And so, I mean, you have a very different experience than like, the the stereotypical artist who goes to New York or LA yeah, to make it or definitely whatever. definitely I mean I'm always talking about wanting to move somewhere else I yeah. think because you know a lot of people come to New York with like glistening eyes and sure. can't wait to be in the city and I just to me it's I see like it just is an everyday kind of for its everyday nuances and grit and it's not as exciting to me, I guess, but at the same time, I've traveled a lot, and I understand every time I travel, every time I leave New York, how really special it is, which yeah. I think as a kid growing up, I didn't realize because I just, it was the only thing I knew, and so I can definitely appreciate a lot about it, but like Yuko said, you know, when you get kind of tired of, like, all the people around you all the time, and you just want to be, like, more surrounded by nature and things like that, so, um you know i would love to like move out to the west coast and then we can all be closer together and things like that but at the same time 
when you live in a place for so long, you know, you yeah. have these just amazing relationships with people that you you don't realize how special they are. And oh, then absolutely. You leave yeah, and, she has some really you, good roots there. You realize, like, oh, wait, I have I had all this great stuff. Oh, sure. You know, and so I yeah. think that that's, like, a constant question. Like, if I ever left New York, I don't... I don't. I think I would realize, like, kind of shockingly, how wonderful it really sure. is, and <laughs> and especially, main the main thing. I mean, the stress and the pace of the city are hard, but the people are amazing. And like for music stuff, you just get such a diverse a, yeah, a, yeah. Um, array of music that it's just it's just never ending. You know, every, sure. every any night of the week, you can go to thousand different shows and right. hundreds of different genres and combinations of niche genres or whatever and and really talented musicians you right, know right. and I mean a lot of other places I visited I just the, like the quality of musicians is it's just much smaller you know it's yeah. a much smaller group of people because they all come to New York try, you know a lot yeah, of people yeah. come to New York That's to try true. to pursue it but at the same time, I mean, I really appreciate, like, musicians in other places, you know, and, like, I guess how different parts of the country have roots in different kind of music. Like, I have a lot of family in the South, and sure. I like their whole, like, music tradition down there, too, you know? But but being in New York is great for, like, diverse music. And people have to be really driven because it's just such a cutthroat yeah. place. Sure. So, huh. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, I think it's nigh time for song number two. Oh, cool. Okay. What song are you going to play? What song Would you like to do, do a talk? Uh, we were going to do Protect, right? Okay. Yeah, we'll do a song called Protect. Okay. This is a newer one. Um, it's not on our album. Ooh. Um, yeah, this one uh, came to be when I tried to move back time 31A. <laughs> uh, yeah last last spring when I, I came back and was able to hang out with you guys in New York came back to New York yep, yep. To New York. yes so, so you wrote this the lyric or lyrics I wrote the lyrics at home <laughs> at home in in Flagstaff oh, okay so this song is about that or home home I, I wrote it in the house I grew up in what is this song no. about Katie? So, so wait I was confused because you were like oh yeah Katie went last spring so there's two different times that I'm, I've moved away since we've been a band. Yeah. First time I moved away, I was gone for eight months. Came back, tried okay. to make it in New York again. This is this is okay. continually <laughs> <Yeah>. happening, <laughs> and then um, and then most recently I moved away and I've been for eight away for eight months. Okay. Okay. But what is protect about? <laughs> oh, what did I say last night? I was like, uh, I said, oh, people can take care of you in different ways and maybe they don't like provide for you or it's not like like maybe it's not financial or sexual or emotional or like artistic but there's there's certain ways that people can take care of you i think that's kind of what i said last night right well it doesn't matter what well, it let's, about? i'll go with that i don't really okay what was it about for me mm -hmm. Is that a question that you're allowed to ask on this podcast? Do you even do that? Do you stay away from that question? I'm just curious. No. <laughs> Your band wants to know. It might inform her performance. I oh. 
I'm um, just curious. I, I'm, I'm I don't curious. Think ever, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to talk about that. I don't think we've ever talked about it, and just we don't before, talk about this stuff. All right, here, we, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna talk about all of your song meanings after you play this song. Cool. Okay, uh-huh. maybe we'll have some kind of epiphany. You should ponder the meaning. No, I mean I could answer right now, but I like this. I like let's, this let's mysterious, keep it mysterious, suspense. Because that's what I did last thing. time. I like was like I know what I'm gonna talk about this next after this. Ah, oh, yeah, I like that. So okay, so we'll talk. Okay. Somewhat of a planner. We'll talk. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk. talk. All right, so this is protect. Uh huh. Okay. Yes.
All right. <laughs> well, good job <laughs> on that song. So we were, uh, before we were not talking, because uh-huh. you were playing, we were talking about how you, K- Katie has all these very specifically abstract songs and you guys don't know what they're about. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't even know if they're... They don't seem like they're that abstract, but I also I think, don't know what they're I think, about at right. all. So. so I think I think what happens, uh, my guess, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Katie. Sure, I like telling you that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is that I think that you're really you're so specific that you're abstract. That's probably true. In your, in your music. Oh, that's right. I'm not a big picture person. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like the the meaning of Katie's lyrics when I have asked and known are usually quite different from what I would have projected. Does this conversation go into me actually saying what the song is about? No. I mean, I, I want to know, so... You oh, want to yeah. know. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to answer your question. Okay, so basically... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No. Well, I was just going to say, the re- I really want to know because I think it can be interpreted as, like, this sort of, like, girl wanting a man to protect her, which I don't think you would say or want it to be interpreted as, so I'm okay. just curious Well, I'm glad you said about. that because that's absolutely fucking exactly what this song is about and uh so so i was in a place where i was pregnant uh ever been there and um (laughs) and i was there was a very toxic um environment surrounding me it was extremely chaotic and and psychologically unsafe um and i had the opportunity extended to me to get out of it and to be in a completely different um, environment and to be in a place that I found to be peaceful, that peace was the projected um, emphasis. Uh, and it was like such a relief. And I was offered this protection um, from a person that I had been close with in the past. And um, so, yeah, and I hate that too, that there is the typical, you know, whatever a white petite woman who wants a you know big man to come and protect her i do hate that and when i sing it i think i i think the same thing as you i think i wonder if they think that like because i'm a female i need a man to protect me and it wasn't really i mean it's kind of like yes and no it was more about the situation i i've never felt that i wanted I never cared that there was a big guy next to me. Like, it was never important to me. This was more of a situational, and there was a child involved, uh, caring and protecting and, and being safe. And it was probably the first time I think I ever felt, like, that, like, that vulnerable to, to let myself be protected by someone. And also then... There's also the part about, um, like, the part about the river and the things going away is more about my brother, who um, was murdered six years ago this December. And I remember pouring his ashes in the river. And I remember thinking, I mean, I don't think I was thinking that at the time, but that's what the song alludes to is, I mean, I was thinking that that at the time that I wrote it, Um, not at the time that I was actually pouring his ashes. I think I was just in complete grief, but... Um, that everything just goes away. So that's, so there is an example of like this one 
happens to be a guy from my past and then my brother. <laughs> like, do you, sure. People who have no connection, do never you, met. Do you think the, like, I want you to protect me lyric could, is also, or were you also thinking about your brother and that, like, since he was your older brother? No, only after the fact. I thought, oh, it kind of makes sense because my brother was 10 years older. Right. And I did, you know, have that feeling from him. Right. But no, not consciously while writing the lyrics. Well, I, th- I think they both step, they come from a similar place of the way you felt like that you were just vulnerable and you needed to like... Maybe, I mean, right. There's always a time. We all feel mm-hmm. at certain points, I mean, some more extreme and others that you just like are incapable of uh-huh. taking care of yourself in this way and you just need help. Like, and it takes a lot of removal of boundaries to be able to... Of course, yeah. To, to say that. Yeah. No, that's like, that takes, that takes a lot more strength to let yourself be completely vulnerable to someone else and submit and say, I, I, I need your help. Yeah. It'd be cool then, to hear men sing it because I do feel like there is that yeah yeah stereotype, which the, sucks because we're a girl band, you know? <laughs> and, and That's the unfortunate nature is that there's, I mean, just being like a white male musician who, who's like, like, like I, I can't, I don't understand gender at all because I've never really had to deal with it or something, but there's mm-hmm. always like this, there's always this like shadow of gender. Hmm or whatever race whatever it is mm-hmm. upon you and like sure where you feel that way because you've there's a reason why you feel like uh-huh. wait the way you began this song which is like you began it with like i wasn't feeling like a petite white woman like which right. is a, which is what what most people will see <laughs> uh-huh. and then you go into this like very beautiful thing about how you felt uh-huh. most people aren't going to see that right sure i think that that's right. maybe what makes like the songs interesting because like it can maybe come across one one way, but you know it's different because of course, yeah. Of the maybe the way we're trying to project it, or and something. maybe some guy out there loves thinking that loves thinking that there's some girl that feels that way, and that's great. <sighs> All right. Well, I don't, and it's you know it's that person doesn't need to buy your record, you know. Like, right, right, that's, right. And that's fine. Exactly. That's, it's, yeah. It's not like uh, there's a lot of people who don't come have conversations of any. They just suppress everything, and right, they're perfectly right. happy in their suppressed life. You know, totally. they're not happy. Maybe they are. <laughs> I don't know. But, Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that that's valuable. And I, it seems like it's very clear from the way you describe things that everything is very like these songs are very important to you. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I mean that actually that song specifically, I wasn't able to write for like those whole six or seven months. I just couldn't write any songs. I was working as a writer for. Um, a relationship website and it just dried me out completely. I didn't have anything really creative to offer and so it was also important in that sense that I was like, okay, I can finally say something and this is what I want to say. I think that time and space is really important. Yeah. 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 And it's been important for us too to take I think some breaks. Yeah. yeah. I've had I've had times where I've I've like written the lyrics for a song and then two years later been like, Oh my god. Nice. I, I felt that way. Yeah. Holy shit. Like I need to Oh cool. Deal with this now or something, you know. Hmm. So there's probably ten year old ones too, you know. I'm sure. There's a they're yeah. in the closet. Do you, you want to show them to us? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to show them to you. <laughs> do you want me to show them to you? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Alright, so one more song. Great. This one was written, um, I think this, yeah, this is our only song that's played today where we wrote it in the style that 
we're describing that we're talking about where basically i hummed into my phone a melody and katie wrote lyrics and then we overlapped one and then we overlapped another one and yuko has no idea what's going on (laughs) yuko Yuko coming in really helps like it's like kind of like sculpt the song more you know so that so it's really helpful when we all come together yuko's never heard this song before no 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 just like just yeah, yeah. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> or, or she'll be like, you know, you should like repeat that part, or you should come in with the piano part here, and like okay. that. Those kind of things, I think, are like the final touches that are, that make our songs like really what they are. Right. So okay, it goes very important for us. Yeah, if there's something that needs to be different, she will tell us. She will <laughs> not hold back. Like I'm not feeling this this bit. Cool. All right. All right. Start. Wait. Okay, what's it? What's the song called? It's called Same. 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 <laughs> S-A-M-E. Yes. Good job. Thank you so much for coming to my home. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thank you. Anytime. It's a great time. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you guys are going where now? Well, we have two shows tonight. We're going to um, the DIY trunk space. 
Yeah. And then we're going to um, Lost Leaf. So that's where we're going now. Is that what you're or, asking? No, no. So, I mean, you're going around Arizona, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Doing some shows in Arizona. Cool. And then you guys will come back together again, I'm sure. Next Are you time doing... in Portland. Oh, next time in Portland. Yeah, we're going to go to each right. person's home. <laughs> probably. Yes, that's okay. Maybe yeah. in California we want to do. Cool. Yeah. So. Cool. And are you going to do more recordings or? Yes. yes. Actually, tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that's fun. Well, thank you so much for coming. I hope it was enlightening. Now, what I've sort of has been happening, which is it just sort of happened this way. I didn't plan it or anything is that, um, I sort of like people to just say goodbye with a song. So say goodbye with a song. Yeah, that's right. And it can be 12 seconds long. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Ready? Go. No. So All whatever. All three you, of us together? Of course. Yeah. Oh, Oh, do you want some Casio then guys? Yeah, there you go. There you go. So it's a good way to say goodbye. Okay. Whatever it is. Oh, you actually want us to say the words goodbye? You can do whatever you want to do. It's it, Everybody does it in a different way. If you want to say goodbye, you can. But okay. if you don't want to say anything, or if you want to just like, just, it's whatever you, whatever, however you want to say goodbye. Oh, no. I think he wants us to make something right now. Yeah, yeah. Improvise. He doesn't want us to do something we've done before. Uh, no, I think that's good what you were just doing, and I'll just sing hello. Uh, I mean, yeah. No, not this. No, we. Just sing whatever you want. Sing goodbye. Oh, oh, I thought you were starting one. I was like, ugh. I like it. Go with what you sung. Let's do that. You sing and I'll sing one. with you. Wait, this is good. This is good. Can we just have you guys play for it? An instrumental? episode five of cave lab with helioscope um and yeah i hope you enjoyed that it's pretty interesting stuff uh the next person that i have is uh i think it's gonna be dan trip from field trip and uh i do not know the fellow i've seen uh his band uh before and i've listened to some tunes but it will be the first person that i really don't know so Hopefully I don't make too big of a fool of myself. Hopefully Gustav wants to come hang out and say what's up. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can leave them on the Facebook page or the SoundCloud, or you can email at cavelabthepodcast at gmail.com. And I really appreciate anybody listening, and I hope that you have a good whatever day it is uh, as this podcast is now cemented
for all of history, and so perhaps um, you are listening thousands of years from now, and I hope that if you still celebrate, or if you still have like a day cycle, like a 24-hour cycle, that you enjoy that, but perhaps uh, you are existing on a different planet, and uh, all right, I'm done. Goodbye, episode five done, commencing doneness.